is Uninvited Company, the podcast where we tell you ghost stories, urban legends, and all the spooky shit. We are going to grace your ears with something that I find particularly horrifying and felt like it was just really appropriate to do for coming up on Halloween and spooky season and everything. the season. So it's not, not an extra creepy ghost story. It's not an exorcism or anything like that, we are going to talk about something that affects around 8% of the human population. It is sleep paralysis. Yeah, we are going into sleep paralysis today because it is very fascinating to me and... I feel like it it teeter-totters on the realm of... Yep. Like... Supernatural. I know, things. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what you were putting down right there. I don't it's, know why I said teeter totters. I've never used that word in my life. Well, the microphone makes you say things, <laughs> it makes me a different person. <laughs> like, I want to sound fancy. I want to say something I've never said. We can and we will tell tons and tons of ghost stories and go over all the creepy urban legends and stuff in the future. But sleep paralysis is something I. I personally have never experienced this. Me neither. Um, but it's just I sleep, hearing... I sleep like a baby. Majority of the time. Majority, yeah. It's something that has always fascinated me. And then when I've heard stories on other podcasts or people that have experienced, you know, something like that in their life, it's just, it's absolutely terrifying. So I feel like I can talk about it. Like, that's why it was interesting for me to do for an episode, because I've never experienced it. So I don't truly know how terrifying it is. But we're going to dive in and talk about it. If you don't know what sleep paralysis is, according to the Sleep Foundation, I have my pointer finger up right now because I'm feeling very smart. I'm so happy for you. Sleep paralysis is a condition identified by a brief loss of muscle control that happens just after falling asleep or waking up. Like the muscle, loss of muscle control is which just not, not okay for me. Mm-hmm. On top of that, um, hallucinations are a very common occurrence during these episodes. And no thank you. Okay, so speaking of hallucinations. So I, I said I have never experienced sleep paralysis, but... There has been one time in my entire life that I can pinpoint that I did hallucinate. And it was whenever I was at ACU and um, Holly and I, shout out Holly, if you if you ever listen to this, we pulled five all-nighters in a row at ACU. And oh, I remember you telling me about this. Haters are going to be like, that's not humanly possible. So if you want to get down and dirty with the statistics, out of 121 hours, we were awake 111 of them. So I count that as like five all-nighters. The interior design program at AC was was rough that year. So five all-nighters pretty much just like naps here and there. You know, we'd like take turns napping because we were working on like this huge project. 
And I remember day five comes around and um, I remember sitting on my bed in my dorm room and I saw a face appear out of nowhere. Like, I can't fully, I was so tired because like, you know, humans, if we have a certain amount, Mm -hmm. like if we're lacking sleep for a certain amount of hours, we like our brains do start hallucinating. And um, I just remember seeing a face. There was no body. It was just a face and it looked like distorted and sad. And that's all. I just remember seeing it for like a couple of seconds. So that's my only experience with hallucinations. And that's a teeny tiny. That's nothing compared to what sleep paralysis is. But Mm -hmm. I had to mention that because I imagine it being like 10 times worse than that. Yeah. And if you've ever seen um, Haunting of Hill House, she has uh, Nell. The character Nell has sleep paralysis episodes. I think that we could reference hill house or bly manor in every single episode that we do yeah yeah they do they do well they yes they do mm-hmm. so sleep paralysis we're gonna get a little technical with it a little medical term well not medical terms but this is technically Talk what happened to me yeah <laughs> so sleep paralysis occurs in the rem stage of your sleep cycle which is the stage where you dream And you have that brief loss of muscle control, like I said earlier, but you do regain that control as soon as you wake up. Now, that's what's supposed to happen for normal people, right? You're switching different phases and then like that loss of muscle control is supposed to just be like super fast and then you, you know, you wake up. Now, with people that experience sleep paralysis, a person's REM sleep combines with their conscious, like their conscious, I'm trying to say conscience. (laughs) I've been sick lately and my my mouth (laughs) won't say the word. Hold on. REM sleep combines with their conscience. No. Consciousness? Yeah, okay. Maybe that's what I'm getting at. The way I wrote the it. The way is... you keep saying conscience, it makes me think of the magic conch in Spongebob. I, I'm oh, proud. Hell, the magic conch. I don't even fully know what I'm trying to say because I wrote this sentence weird. I don't weird. know. I can't see your but, screen. So. So, <laughs> so essentially, in sleep paralysis, instead of, you know, you, your body fully waking up, it's like your your brain is awake, but your body hasn't fully caught up. And mm-hmm. so it's like you're stuck in this state. So mm-hmm. that's that's what happens. I have always, uh, I have kind of had a fear of sleep paralysis just because I know it's a thing and I've heard, you know, other people talk about it. Actually reading about it and reading about like the different kinds and everything has definitely unlocked a new fear for me because mm. there's people that will experience it one time and there's people that will experience it on like a monthly basis. And I can't mm. even... I went to two... Uh... I went, to I went two. to two. I went to college with um, at least two people that I know said they experienced sleep paralysis. And one of them was frequently at that time. Yeah. I, if you experience something like this, I am extremely sorry. I don't, you're very brave and strong because I don't know how I could, I don't know how I could ever go to sleep knowing that that's like could potentially be awaiting me. So Mm-mm. you are a badass if you have to deal with this. Um, it's probably better if you um, are in a relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the like the touch, house. yes. Having someone help you. Yeah, having somebody touch you or um, like being able to hear somebody else um, definitely is something that helps. Not, it's not like guaranteed every time, but yeah, if you have somebody next to you, it's definitely it could make the episode a lot shorter. 
because we'll get into it in a second how long some last. It's not pleasant. Mm -hmm. So there are three things, which I don't know if you knew this. There are three things that can happen to a person who is experiencing hallucinations within a sleep paralysis episode. So I will, I want to note that 25% of people who experience sleep paralysis do not actually have hallucinations. They just experience the loss of muscle, muscle 25%? Yeah, 25% of people oh. who do experience of it. No, no, no. They don't have hallucinations. Right? I know. That's a small percentage. Yeah. So the majority of people who experience it yep. hallucinate? Or you can call it hallucinations, but is it? it is yeah. that really what it is? I know. I, I have, feel like that's a time for ghosts I have to theories. Um, take advantage mm-hmm. of that vulnerable state. Yeah. I'm going to get into that here in a second, too, because I have... My own theory. That means, obviously, like you just said, 75% of people who suffer from sleep paralysis do hallucinate. Oh, that gave me the chills. Yeah. And it is usually one of these three things. So, first you have intruder hallucinations. You probably don't need me to explain that to you, but I'm going to. This is obviously when you are seen feeling or hearing a dark or dangerous presence somewhere in the room with you. Intruder hallucinations. I know. I'm already like eyes watering. I'm so glad you're staying tonight. I can't. (laughs) I know every every single uh, episode that we record, I'm usually like staying over because we're always talking about like, okay, well, you're going to be here, like keeping me safe. Yeah. I'm always... uh, because I never think oh, about it here. the next day after you're gone. Mm-mm. It's usually just the night of. And I'm like, I know, it's, and a, it's fine. Rachel's right next to me. I know. And this one's particularly Because this has to do with sleep. I know. I know. I almost, whenever I start doing this, I'm like, okay, hopefully I'm not inviting any. We should. Do you have sage? Do I? Okay, you're right. I shouldn't have asked that. We should sage the environment after we're done with this. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that might be necessary. So, number one was hoot- uh, Hooter. <laughs> I'm just, my mouth is getting ahead of my mind. Intruder. My mouth just combined all that into hooter. Uh So number one is intruder hallucinations. Then we have vestibular motor hallucinations. Sounds fancy, right? I'm I'm getting medical with it. So vestibular motor motor hallucinations. Take a deep deep breath. Vestibular motor hallucinations. Okay, we're moving on. This is an out-of-body sensation. Oh, where you, like, can see yourself? A.K.A. Dissociation? No. What's it called? Oh, shit. Out-of-body experience? Yeah, what's it called? When you're floating above your body and you're like, hey, and you can, like, see yourself. What's it called? Uh, astral, tra- uh, astral projection. Yes. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that's what you were going for. Yeah, that's what I think of when, when it says, you know, out-of-body sensations um, and, like, the little diagram um, like there was like a little picture, you know, trying to explain what each thing is, and That's it just what people shows. People in comas sometimes yeah. say they experience, and then people who have like dissociative episodes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Dude, I am about to wrap all this up with a bow once I'm done talking about it because everything's <gasps> going to make sense. Fantastic. <laughs> it's all going to connect, and you're going to be like, damn. Okay. okay. So, yeah, so that's you're seeing yourself, you can't connect back with yourself, you're just somewhere in the room and you're watching yourself be awake or whatever. Number three, 
is chest pressure hallucinations, or also known as incubus hallucinations. Ew. Do you, listener, know what an incubus is? Or incubi? I know what an incubator is. Well, it's... <laughs> it's not the same, but that's... It's the only word that I know has the same start. Okay, so there is... I took... I took like five semesters of art history because it was required for my major. And there is there is documentation in art history where you'll see, you know, the woman like laying down, you know, sleeping or whatever, looks like a damsel in distress. And you'll see this creature sitting on her chest. And so an incubus, and I don't know if it's um Greek mythology or something like that. Like, don't quote me on that, but... Basically, it's a creature that is like a sex-obsessed creature that I think preys on like, I don't want to say like horny women, but like, it's like, it's kind of like, there's like a certain victim that they go after. She's got a type. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and they like suck the life out of you, but they like Ew. sit on your chest and it's like an intimate thing. Um, so you can, yeah, it's documented in art history. So it's like, okay, those people obviously experienced sleep paralysis. Mm. <laughs> they weren't crazy. They weren't doing shrooms. They were, they were, yeah, it, it happened. So these are described as intense chest. It's an intense chest pressure that feels like suffocation. If all this doesn't sound horrible enough, chest pressure hallucinations almost always accompany intruder hallucinations. So if you're experiencing one, you're probably experiencing both of those. Mm. Um, so it's like, it's not even bad enough that you're potentially seeing somebody in your room or feeling, feeling like... feeling physical. There's two things. There's there, Yeah, there's two things happening. Oh, so gosh. it's all just a load of shit and I don't like it. No, that's it's so not, unpleasant. It's not okay. So, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> fun fact. Here's my fun fact. I love fun facts. Here's where I said I was going to reference the time. So episodes can last as little as just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. All the way up to around 20 whole ass minutes. That you are just sitting there. Conscious. And all you can move is your eyeballs. Oh, no. Yes. So the most, um, the average length of an episode is around six to seven minutes, which is still even then a very, very long time. Six and seven minutes could feel like three hours. Yeah. I can't even, I can't, my brain cannot fathom even just five seconds of like waking up, seeing something, feeling something. I, yeah, 20 minutes. Mm. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. So the main commonality in all three of these is fear. It's like just sleep paralysis is the king, in my opinion, of inducing fear, uh, Mm. which is why I thought this was the perfect episode to release right before Halloween, because Mm -hmm. like I said, you can tell a million ghost stories, you can get into exorcisms and stuff, but like this is real. This is something, not saying that, you know, ghost stories aren't, but like this is a real thing that... 8% of the population, sorry, I'm clapping my hands because I'm getting, she's getting real, I'm getting real adamant. 8% of the freaking human population deals with this. So it's, 
whether you believe or not, this is something that could probably affect you, like, Mm -hmm. or somebody, you know, at least like has potentially it's happened to them at least once. And maybe they never told a soul. I don't know. So I liked the, the creepy vibe for Halloween. So what could possibly make sleep paralysis sound any scarier? Here we go. This might be common knowledge, but for me, it's the cherry on top of just why this is one of the scariest things that I've ever heard of. Experts have absolutely no idea fully why it happens or how to stop it. There is no cure for sleep paralysis. I mean, same thing. Humans don't know shit about sleep or why humans, why we have to do it and why we dream and Mm-hmm. How that works. Yeah. Oh, there's so many unanswered questions that, like, we will never be able to figure out because there's only so much of our brains, you know, we can unlock. I feel like I'm sounding nasally. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, why do you sound sick all of a sudden? I'm sounding Urkel. <gasps> I'm still getting over my sickness. I'm sorry. So they can only, like, that's just not okay for me that there's just this horrible thing that can happen to people and there's just no way to stop it. There's, there's things you can do um, mm-hmm. that... Potentially sleep, can, sleep experts can give you like exercises and things. Yeah, too. and like you said, having somebody next to you that can help pull you out of it a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are there's little things, but for the most part, it's kind of like if you suffer from it on a monthly basis or yearly basis or something, it's like you just know it's coming at some point. So what basically happens is that your brain and your body become confused. Um, and temporarily out of sync with one another while you're transitioning into different stages of sleep. So it's like a glitch. It sounds like a glitch in the system. Mm-hmm. There's no way to, you know, stop, prevent it. There's no way to stop it. But it's just like for some reason in that instant, in that, in, yeah, instant, instance? In, instant, instance, 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 instance. For some reason in that instance, it's just your body's just working against you and you just, you, you glitch. So my theory. Everything's I, a simulation. No, I've definitely seen reels and stuff like that. I say reels because I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> it makes me sound so old. I don't think, I don't think there's glitches in the system and that it's all a simulation. I look at it as it's a different realm that certain people. <laughs> so nasally. Realm. <laughs> you heard it right. Yes. Realm. Realm. Man, it sucks being sick. Um, it sounds like a hum- you're, you're entering a different realm or you're accessing a different realm or two dimensions are becoming intertwined momentarily. That, Ooh. to me, sounds more realistic than, oh, it's a simulation and all this stuff. You know, like some theorists have so i think that it's not a simulation but i think that the universe can just have glitches sometimes yeah like a simulation um i saw a video which obviously you can you can edit any type of video but i saw okay it's a reel because i don't have tiktok again but is it I saw, where people are clapping no it's scarlett johansson is like on the red carpet or something and it's in it's an interview and you see a woman like go behind her and she like completely disappears behind her weird i'll have to find it and show you this afterwards but she clearly goes behind her and you should see her come out the other side and like you see a man go behind her right after that woman and you see the man come on the other side of jo- um weird. johanna scarlett Johanna. <laughs> 
but the woman just completely vanishes. See, I saw a TikTok where um, these people were like in a auditorium setting, mm-hmm. and they're all clapping, and how in sync their clapping looks fake. Ooh. It looks like a simulation. I, it was very creepy. Even though it's just, you know, people yeah. clapping. Th- this girl was like, this can't be real. Yeah. I can picture it. Yeah. So that's... I, I see it as you're accessing a, a, a... Or maybe you're not accessing a different realm at that point. But something... talking for hours why have you all of a sudden started because i'm getting sleepy and it's nighttime and the temperature's dropping some something if you've made it with us this long in the episode thank you i appreciate i appreciate you i feel like everyone's getting sick around this time of year so hopefully people will understand i'm the only one that's not not going so i mean i think Things, spirits, energy, demons are around us all the time, but they pretend they see like an opening to where they can come in and kind of mess with us at a certain point. That seems like the perfect opportunity. Mm. You know, you're you cannot or, move, or the brain is like a portal. Yeah, and that's I, the only time it's open. I could talk about this all night long because there's just so many different theories you could Life come at. Life is weird and it doesn't make sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they have, so they, experts, they have, they have found um, found sleep paralysis to be a more common thing, which this might be a shocker. It's a more common thing among people with some type of sleep disorder. Mm. Right? So sleep apnea, um, if you have insomnia... Any any type of sleep disorder, you are a lot more susceptible to this happening, which makes absolute total sense to yep. me. If your sleep rhythm is interrupted in or like it's abnormal in any way, you're going to be more susceptible to like this to problems this, happening. Yeah, this creeping mm-hmm. in. So this is the perfect segue going from insomnia to a quick little story. My husband has suffered from insomnia as long as he can remember. So, you know, he has experienced this. He he says that he's only experienced par- sleep paralysis one time in his entire life. Oh. Okay. Um, which is interesting because he definitely suffers from insomnia on a regular basis. But he, it's, this is a very, very vivid, you know, he could tell me every detail about it. And um, I want to say this happened like six or seven years ago. Um, I didn't write down the exact date. So this is a direct account from Chris. I went to sleep and then I just suddenly woke up and I couldn't move and I couldn't talk. It felt like I was in a dream. Like, you know how sometimes when you can't punch or anything in a dream, it felt extremely real, but I just wasn't sure because I'd never experienced anything like that before and I couldn't talk. I was screaming so hard for Roy, which Roy is his best friend and he was his roommate at the time. I was screaming so hard for Roy screaming, Roy, 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 and nothing would come out of my mouth at all. I was trying as hard as I possibly could to scream, nothing. So I closed my eyes because I definitely thought I was dreaming. And when I opened my eyes, right to the left of me was a gray face with its mouth completely open. I couldn't see much, 
but this just giant, open, gaping mouth. Ew. It was so big and wide and just going... Oh my god. Right in my face. I was staring directly at its face. It was very clearly a face. You know, I could mainly see the mouth, but it was very clearly a face. And it was about 10 inches away from my face. I couldn't feel it breathing on me, but I could hear this really hard, heavy breathing getting louder as it moved closer to me. I'm not sleeping tonight. I still couldn't move or talk as it came closer to me. It got about six inches away from my face and then just disappeared. And immediately, the second it went away, I was able to move. I have no idea why it went away, but as soon as it did, I was able to get up, run to Roy's room, and tell him exactly what what just happened. I never saw the face or experienced anything like that again, but I definitely think it was a demon. It felt like a demonic presence for sure. Ew, I was not expecting that. Yeah. The first time he told me that story, I mean, like years, you know, right when we first started oh. dating, because, you know, I had told, I I remember I told him about, you know, the house that we grew up in and everything, and he's experienced stuff, you know, we'll definitely tell plenty of his stories, you know, that he experienced as a child, but this takes the cake, because every time he's described it to me, it's the exact same way, just this wide, gaping... That's absolutely just, horrifying. And he, you can't move. And mm-hmm. all you, that's all you hear is it's like, it's breathing on you and you can't, he didn't say how long it lasted and he doesn't really know. Um, you know, time is relative whenever you're experiencing something, something like that. It's not like you have a clock present, like something that you feel like lasts 10 minutes could only be 30 seconds, but you're stuck, you know, stuck uh-huh. is stuck. So that is what my husband experienced, again, only one time, so he's not one of the unlucky ones that has to deal with it on a, a regular basis. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I, my eyes watered big time <laughs> the first time you told me that, because I just, I can very, like, as I was telling you that, could you picture it? Yeah. Like, the face. That's fa- why yeah. I, my whole body temperature just dropped. I was like. Yeah. So, this is a very, that's a very classic example. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, the part that I didn't, I don't know why I, like, wrote this, like, out as he was telling me the story, but, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't, he probably was telling me this later, but it was, um, he felt like he was, like, suffocating. He felt like a really heaviness on his chest, even though something wasn't sitting on his chest. All he saw was a face. Um, directly above him, but he felt a heaviness on his chest and like he was suffocating. Like the incubus yes. thing. <clears throat> so okay. this is a classic example of the, um, let's see, what was it? The um, intruder hallucination combining with the chest pressure. Mm. Because, I mean, just because it's a floating face, I mean, that's a, that's a freaking intruder. So, I, ew, 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 ew. yeah. Nine. I don't know why I just went German there for a second. Cut that out. (laughs) Cut it out. So do you want to tell, do you want to go ahead and tell Tori's story? Yes. I love that we call it Tori's story. I feel like it sounds more fun than it actually is. Um, Tori's Corner. 
<laughs> Tori's back in Tori's corner. So that was a just that was a quick. <laughs> I think that if he had been on here to tell it himself, it would have been a lot more detailed. He's just men are a lot less detailed than women. So now we're yeah. gonna transition to a different. Um, yeah, friend. Point of view. So my best friend, hey Tori, if you're listening to this Hi. from uh, Seattle, that's where she lives now. Hello. Um, she and I lived together in college, and um, with two other girls, and she, I remember her telling me about an experience that she had with sleep paralysis. So I got her account for this episode. Can I ask you real quick? Is, mm-hmm. Has this happened to her one time, or does it has it does it happen to her like on a regular basis? The story will tell that. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, she's she's in depth. I'll tell you. I had to cut a couple of things. She okay. sent me a voice recording, and I had to transcribe it. Okay. Okay. So this is Tori's point of view. My first experience was when I was a sophomore in college. I was about 20 years old. We were in our dorm, which was a brand new building. I say that because you wouldn't think a new building would be haunted, right? Wrong. I <laughs> I heard of sleep paralysis before and thought it was absolutely terrifying. I had had pretty bad night terrors and stuff after I had surgery where I wasn't fully asleep yet or I started to wake up during the surgery at one point in her life is when she said this happened. And so she had night terrors about that for a long time, but never sleep paralysis before. But one night in this new building dorm that we lived in, I felt like I had woken up and felt like I was so clearly woken up for a reason. You know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes for no reason, and you're just like, what? But you just go back to sleep. But if there's a noise or something, and you obviously know what woke you up. Oh, you become alert. Yes. (laughs) This time, there was no noise or anything. I just woke up. And so I tried to sit up, but I couldn't. I could look around my room, but I also didn't really feel the need to sit up completely. Either way, I knew that I couldn't, even if I wanted to. I remember looking into the corner of my room, and I saw a man standing there. It was a tall man, kind of more broad-built, and he had an old-style suit and a top hat. Oh, just wait until all this connects. Holy shit. He was just staring at me. I couldn't really see his face that well. Uh, it was like I, could, I couldn't I could make out his features, but I could tell that he was staring like into my soul. I didn't quite know what to do. Am I seeing a ghost? It wasn't full panic mode, I thought. It, I was more confused than terrified. I remember seeing him and trying to blink. I felt like I was in a dream. I said to myself, oh, I'm just dreaming at this point, but then I realized... Uh, no, I'm awake, and I can't move. That's when I started to actually panic. I'm breathing heavy, kind of like the onset of what a panic attack might feel like. I felt like I was paralyzed. I was trying to close my eyes and think, just go back to sleep, it'll be okay. This isn't real. Even though it was real, but wasn't at the same time. I knew there wasn't a literal man in my room. I knew it was a ghost or figment of my imagination, And I don't really remember going back to sleep, but I'm assuming I did, considering I'm here today to tell this tale. (laughs) Very very astute, Tori. Yes. (laughs) So, the next experience I had was another night where I saw the man. 
I woke up and just heard noises and knew better than to open my eyes this time. Oh, uh, oh, no, no, no. I thought, just ignore it. And it was just creepy and weird vibes in the room. But then I had one other night where this time there were menacing vibes. Oh, no. I felt like I couldn't breathe. It felt like someone was literally sitting on my chest trying to smother me so I couldn't breathe. The damn incubi. Yep. That was the first time I'd ever felt something physically. I remember my roommates had said, after the first time, if it happens again, call us or scream and we'll come wake you up. You you can't, though. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had put my phone next to my pillow, so if I needed to, I could use Siri to call them, because she had an iPhone, you know, mm-hmm. and it has the... Um, it has the setting where you can set up, hey, Siri, and, like, only... It's hands-free for mm-hmm. driving and stuff. But I couldn't do any of that. I was hyperventilating. I never knew the reason was that I had that experience, but I just cried myself back to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. The thing with sleep paralysis is I never remember what happened afterwards. When you first wake from a dream, it's so clear in your head, but then later on the day, you can't remember what happened in Mm -hmm. the dream. That's kind of how it feels. Like, she remembers so clearly about the sleep paralysis, but, like, doesn't know how she escaped it Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So then, when I was having night terrors after my surgery, Mm. I was pretty young. So I'm not sure if they were sleep paralysis episodes or just night terrors, but I was seeing a man chained up to the end of my bed. Oh my gosh. Bleeding and screaming at me. Oh, 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 oh my God. <laughs> and at the same time, oh I, was being, I was being cut open in my surgery. I felt like I was being held down. It could have been a paralysis state, but I'm not sure. I, I feel like I can't... Ah, that is so disturbing. Yeah. So she... I, I know she's told me about the night terrors. She's like, I don't even know if they were night terrors now Wait, that Especially I'm older. if she's younger. Yeah, she's younger. She's just like, oh, it's just a nightmare kind oh, of thing. No. But it probably was her start of sleep paralysis, considering she had that experience during a surgery at a young age where she was conscious to a certain degree while her... I mean, she had, like, I think she had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, Tori, if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I think it was heart surgery. So it was, like, a big deal yeah. kind of thing. Like, literally... Traumatizing. If so, you picture yeah. yourself being cut open on a table, it's, like, exactly in your chest where, like... I don't know. That oh, my gosh. That come. made me so physically uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even imagine being a child and seeing someone chained to the end of my bed, bleeding and screaming at me no. while I'm being cut open and feeling pressure on my chest. Like, mm, no, no, how no, no, do no. You, how do you ever sleep again? That's just I what I... I don't know. Have a freaking Halloween. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Okay, so you said she... I'm, like, so shook right now. I'm sorry. You said she saw the figure. Going back to the figure. I'm just skipping right over the chest open, cutting, yep. man chained. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't... My brain can't handle that right this second. So I'm going back to... What is recognizable to me? Uh-huh. The man, right? Okay. So I read through multiple stories. You can find so many different stories of like firsthand accounts because, again, 8% of the population, there are tons of stories out there. Firsthand, you know, there are tons of stories out there um, from people that have experienced this one time, 20 times, you know, everything in between. 
So these are some of the main things like from all these different stories. I, t- I read a ton of stories. I'm not going to, I think I'm just going to include um, one or like two, two quick ones just to kind of tell a couple of other accounts that I found. But the commonality is that most people can only move their eyes. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned, you know, Tori had her phone next to her that you could call Siri. A lot of people can't, can't even, mouth. a lot of people yeah. can't speak. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do is look around your room, Yeah, which is super unfair. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's, that feels like cheating in whatever uh-huh. sick game this is. And then in so many of the accounts that are the intruder, the, that's the intruder hallucination, so many of them desi- described the same dark shadowy figure that's usually taller and either in a robe or a trench coat. Oh, yes. that's why you made that reaction. Yes. She described the man in the old Yeah, because I this was my first time ever hearing Tori's story. And this mm-hmm. was Erica's first time ever hearing Chris's story. Mm-hmm. Um, we Yeah, so had no idea about those details. That's just a commonality, which immediately, just thinking about that one thing. I don't, have you ever watched Buffy? Yeah. Okay, so you know how she obviously, like, tackles a different uh-huh. demon or whatever. To me, that sounds like there's a straight-up sleep paralysis demon that just visits all these freaking people. Uh-huh. Like, it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. tall thing. And, like, and people just describe it in different ways, like a robe or a trench coat, top hat or whatever. Yeah. It's the same person. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could convince me that it's not. And my whole body is so cold right now because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, it also doesn't help that we always record at night. <laughs> One of these days we'll do a morning episode. It makes, it makes the whole experience vibe better. I, yeah, we are saging the shit out of this room afterwards. <laughs> so there's so there's that. And then um, the other commonality of the one that is the chest pressure. There are people who will feel the chest pressure um, without ever seeing anything. But more often than not, it's a creature or most people describe it just straight up as a demon. They're like, there was a demon mm-hmm. sitting on my chest that is either trying to possess them or suck the life out of them. See, I remember, so I sleep with a weighted blanket, right? Because mm-hmm. it helps my anxiety. And I've, you know, gotten so used to it now. But whenever I first was introduced to it, I was like, this is magical. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved it. And so I remember, I think this was after she had the experience with the chest pressure where I was like, maybe this will help you sleep. And I think she said that she didn't like the feeling. She was like, I can't sleep with that because I thought it would help. She Mm. said, I can't do it because it reminds, I thought, I swear, I think she said that it reminded her of that feeling of someone, the the chest pressure from that one episode that she had. I can imagine. I mean, that feeling Mm -hmm. for sure is going to stick with you. So anything that mimics that, I mean, it would make me uncomfortable too. And that's what Chris experienced was the, you know, he didn't see something sitting on his chest, but he felt the, mm-hmm. the was yeah. like it was doing, trying to do something yeah. to him. Well, for me, the, <clears throat> the blanket is almost, the weighted blanket is almost like a armor for me. It's protection. Yeah. It feels like protection for yeah. me. And I also cover like 
almost my entire face whenever so do I. I sleep. My ears for, have to be covered. Yep, my ears have to be covered, even though I have earplugs in them. Like, mm-hmm. all the holes are... <laughs> all, the holes. <laughs> all the holes are plugged up and covered. No uncovered. No one's getting holes. in. <laughs> um, so, the other thing, which we didn't talk about... I mean, you said that there was, in Tori's, there was a man chained and sitting on her bed. At the end of her bed. At the end of her bed. Okay, so... So I don't think he was <clears throat> on the bed. I so think just... lots and lots of stories um, all described a dark figure sitting on their bed next to them. Ew. When they wake up. They just... The first thing when you open your eyes is you see this figure. And a lot of them said that they could feel the weight on their bed. It's not just no. that you see something. It's you feel that indention. Mm. You feel that. I don't. Nobody described it as warm or anything like that. But you just. You feel that weight. Yeah. So I'm going to. This was a. There's like a lot of really detailed stories. They're kind of quicker stories. Um, but BuzzFeed has a whole, whole bunch of. Yeah. Firsthand accounts. And uh, I had to talk, I had to include this one because it like stuck out. It, ugh, it's just all not okay. Um, So this one, the first time it happened to me, which tells you already. It's it happened ha- multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the first time it happened to me was when I went for a nap during the day, which are the best naps, right? You should be Not able- for me lately. Oh. Okay. I, I that's something I need to talk to my doctor about. I have bad acid reflux when I nap. Oh. Not when I sleep, but when I nap. Huh. Which you're still sleeping when you nap, but like yeah. Shorter, shorter, <laughs> shorter intervals. Period. Yeah, shorter intervals. Yeah, mm. it's like not fun. For I just me know anymore. when I nap during the day is like when I it sleep. It feels like I sleep so much harder than I do at night because I wake up just feeling drugged almost. Like I sleep so hard, which. I can't even tell you the last time I had a nap during the day, but they just, it just sounds magical. I have a 15-month-old. There are no naps for me. Okay, back to the story. I didn't even start the story, really. Okay. The first time it happened to me was... Okay, don't say the first time it happened to me. Just, (laughs) you've said that sentence three times. I was lying on my side, facing away from my door, when I woke up to the sound of my door closing. I tried to turn around to see who came into my room, but I couldn't move. My eyes were wide with terror. I could see literally everything in my room. I heard this thing walk around my room. So she's just, she's just stuck on her side facing Mm -hmm. a wall. Yes. I heard this thing walk around my room, sit on my bed, and then I felt the bed dip from its weight. It then shuffled toward me and it felt like it began to spoon me. (gasps) It was extremely tall. Oh my god. I was trying I was trying to move so hard, but I was just lying still. The thing started breathing on my neck and tickling my back. It then stood up and left after a few minutes. It just needed a little cuddle. This was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. Ew. It This hmm. There was no <laughs> consent there. She did not consent to being spooned, sir. It could have been worse. (laughs) Okay. All right. Tell that to Holly. (laughs) No, I'm just trying to make light of the situation because I'm uncomfortable because I'm scared. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this was from Holly, Holly H. 
on a um, BuzzFeed thread. Yeah, I and the fact that she included the detail, it was extremely tall. It's like mm-hmm. that. That's a tall man. That yeah. is it. That same tall figure that was just like, hmm, she looks like she'd be good for a cuddle right now. Like just getting lonely and like breathing on the neck. Ew. Okay, so like I said earlier, we can always mention Hill House or Bly Manor. You remember there was. It you remember was the episode with, with um, Shirley? No, it was. Yes, it was Shirley. Yes, it was. No, it was with the one um, that uh, touches things. Touches things. Yeah, the lesbian. Oh, th- was it Theo? I thought it was Shirley that was in bed and you like hear the door open and you hear you like And she see. was like, she thought it was Nell. Yeah, I thought I it was swear Shirley. I it was Theo. It was one of the older sisters. I'm pretty sure it was Shirley um, because Theo would have touched and like automatically Oh yeah, known. maybe it is. They both have dark hair. So yeah, yeah I'm pretty it sure it was Shirley. Shirley. So you like hear the door open and you see Shirley's asleep and then you see this thing, right? You think it's a person, get in bed with her, spoons her, uh-huh. holds her hand and is like, oh, you're like, you're squeezing too tight, you know, ease up. And then she rolls over and there's nothing there. That's obviously yeah. not sleep paralysis because she was able to talk and like she was awake. Or was she? I don't know. But that's exactly what that reminded me of, was the spooning. That's why mm. I had to include that story, because that's... I I literally can't, cannot even fathom going through something like that. And the, again, this is the... This person said the first time it happened, so this has potentially happened to her multiple times. Hopefully the spooning hasn't happened multiple times, because... N- no. So, Chris... Chris felt like he he heard the the whispering but he never felt any breath actually mm-hmm. on him but there yeah. but there there's plenty of people that obviously do feel it yeah so that's all the stories that i think we're gonna include because there's so many out there if you are curious about reading other accounts i mean again not everybody experiences the same thing but it's pretty interesting How to see the commonalities patterns yes yeah. and it's i'm telling you i'm calling it it's a handful of demons that are just going around and it's the these people are seeing the same thing. Yeah. And it's just messing with these people in this weird in realm that exists. Yes, yeah. the in-between. Um, is there a show that calls something the in-between? There, uh, Am I thinking of just Stranger Things upside down? You might be thinking of my Peter Pan show that I was in. The opening number was called Betwixt and Between. Oh, maybe so. Which is also, I think, a common saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you want to you want to read other accounts, they're out there. Just read them during the day, probably. Unless it's Halloween. Have some fun. So, like I said, there's um, they experts have no idea how to stop it or anything like that. But there are a couple of things, I guess, that you can do to minimize it. Which, the only reason I wanted to include these is because it was just really interesting to me. Because it just some seems... Some solutions? Yeah. So... What are they? Having a set bedtime every single night. I don't... I don't really see how that could... I mean, I know most people then, with well, sleep disorders are the ones that, um, you know, most of them are affected by this. Um, so I can understand trying to get in, like, regular sleep patterns, maybe. And that's, Yeah, because then it probably regulates your REM cycle better. Maybe so. If you are... If your body knows what to expect with its circadian rhythm. The only issue I have about that is that humans, like, we go through something different every day if you're not in, even if you have a routine, like, something stresses you out that day or, like, you're going to sleep different every single night. I don't feel like you sleep the same every night. I don't know. Have you ever tried having a set bedtime and you go to sleep the exact same time every day? Yes, I have. 
For how long? I don't know. This isn't about me. So that's that's one thing is having to set bedtime and then avoiding electronics an hour before bed. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. again, no cure, but maybe try try a couple of things. So that's sleep paralysis, the horribly fascinating, uncomfortable world of sleep paralysis. And I don't think we're ever going to revisit this because I don't want to read more stories about it. I think I got my taste. I got my... I am fulfilled in creepiness, and mm-hmm. I'm going to move on and bid this adieu and hope that, hope, pray to God that this never, ever happens to me or us, you, Chris, again. Watch it happen to us tonight. We need to sage. Okay. Thanks for joining us. I hope you can sleep tonight. <laughs> I only got like two or three hours of sleep last night. I'm almost positive I'm, I'm going to sleep. Pretty damn good tonight. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! Trick or treat! Be safe out there. Yes, please be safe. Um, Call a friend if you uh, are drinking or anything like that. Don't drink and drive. Make good decisions. Yeah. And remember to stay... Spooky. Spooky.